Here's to good friends. Cheers. 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 Hmm. That's sort of an oaky afterbirth. Mm. What was that? She did tell me to uh, get a beer and some cheese fries over at Eskimo Joe's. That's very nice, lovely. I only hope you feel this way when I'm done. Because I could destroy this night in two seconds. Why is that funny? <laughs> well, I think it's a bit funny to be trying to define nothing. <laughs> Smooth as a bourbon on a summer day. Strong as a peated scotch in the winter night. This is a fair warning. The Catholic Man Show is about to begin. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Catholic Command Show. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass. Yeah. That felt right. Cheers. Adam Minahan here, sitting with David Niles in studio. We have a first time. Is this the first time? I believe it's the first time. I'll let you I'll let you So we have a we have uh our friend Catherine Pickens in the peanut gallery with us today. Also, Jim is here, mm-hmm. but I think Jim's not a new. That's not. That's not that, the first time. I think. I think yeah. everybody knows that. Uh, but I don't think we've ever had a uh, a female guest in the peanut gallery. So welcome, Catherine. Thank you. We're it's, glad that you're here. Yeah, it's good to have you. Yes, Catherine is a a good friend of a, ours, a good friend, and a, a, a also fellow lover of a good scotch. So even if she hates her dad, like, hanging out with us tonight, she's getting a good scotch out of the deal. Her dad is like very Ron Swanson esque. Mm. If you've ever met her dad, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got the mustache. Like even his kind of demeanor is like he knows how to build things. He's like a cheery. He's like a happy Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson's not like a happy guy, but I wouldn't call him jovial. No, but but Catherine's jovial. dad's like a happy Ron Swanson. Nice. I think that's a really good way to describe him, actually. I'm proud of myself for coming up with that. Way to go, man. Thank you. Uh, this evening we are having, like as we mentioned, a very nice scotch. Uh, it's been a while since we've had like kind of a the top shelf scot a top sh- shelf scotch. Um, so the next couple of weeks we're gonna have a couple of top shelves. Might as well. I mean, it's year seven for us. It's the perfect year. It is year of perfection. So I knew I felt felt good. Yeah, I so, knew it. Seven years of the Catholic Command Show, so we're going to go through uh, some top shelves in the next couple weeks. Sweet. This one is Talisker, aged 18 years. I love t- Talisker is always good. It's it's always... They're always good. I agree. Uh, from, from the Isle of Skye, we're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Cheers to Jesus. Cheers. So uh, it says, intense flavors of fruitiness and peat. So it's a combo of fruitiness and peat. Huh. A lot less peat than I was expecting. Mm. Yeah, it's got it's more rich, like more of the fruit. A lot more of the fruit than the peat. You know, I, I was expecting mm. 
something a lot a lot more aggressive. And this is this is like mild. It has a nice this peat is, at this the is end though. Really behaving itself very well. It has a nice peat at the end. Yeah. But it's not it's not actually all that strong. Mm. That is nice. What do you think, Jim? I like it's the right amount of peat. So La- right amount of peat. 3.6 on the yummy scale. Okay. Uh, we don't actually know. Catherine, we're not positive. I always forget what the scale actually is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this one's 3.6. What, th- what are your thoughts? Do you, do you enjoy it? Um, yes, very much. Very much. She very much enjoys it. So it's a, uh, like I said, it's a top shelf. I think it's about 145, 150 bucks. Okay. So it's a little bit more on the, on yeah, I mean, the pricey it's side. It's an 18 year scotch. 18 year scotch. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. I it, really it like is it. very good. Yeah, the the peat is more subtle, but it does. Yeah, it, it does come in. It's definitely there at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't have you know like it reminds me of uh, uh, the La Santa, uh-huh. Glenmorangie La Santa at the very beginning, and then it flushes. right. It's like got a lot of warm, rich like mm-hmm. flavors in the beginning. Mm, I like this it. is not what I was expecting. Like having had a lot of other Talisker. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, a lot more in just like the Isla, you know, like vein. This is quite a bit different from that, I think. Which is, like I said, unexpected. Yeah. But I like it. Good. I do too. So I just got back from uh, Baltimore. Yes. Catholic Media Conference. Do tell. Um, It was a lot of fun because you get a chance to like hang out with other other people, like honing their craft, you know, trying to uh, talk shop on like different ways of... You know how to how to preach the gospel. Okay. Uh, one of the things I, I mentioned uh, to, when I was giving a talk, I, I said like, guys, listen, we're all preaching the same message. The message is not unique to us, right? We're all preaching the gospel. It's just a matter of how are we preaching it. Yeah. It's not about what we're preaching. It's about how we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important that we all, you know, collaborate. And if something's working for you well, you should share it with other people because it's not. It's not, not the same thing. It's not here. a competition. Yeah, we're not like I. I don't want my diocese to be better than your diocese. I want us all to be as good like, as they can as, be, as good as we could possibly can be. Right. Um, but one of the things I drove home, which doesn't really, uh, it isn't talked about enough. I don't think uh, in in the world is I talked about the importance of that we have to be men and women of prayer, and that uh, I I strongly suggested that if you are you know a communications director and you have employees. Uh, that you allow them to have one hour a week in front of the Blessed Sacrament during work hours. Mm-hmm. Like not... Oh, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely pro this idea. Uh, not, you know, oh, in the uh, on your lunch break or anything else. No, like during work, like you're... Like you're being paid to do you're it. You're being paid to sit in front of the Blessed Sacrament for one hour a week. Yeah. Um, and so that was very well, well received. I wasn't sure just because... A lot of people are like trying to understand, like, okay, well, what about the Facebook algorithm and how many emails should we be sending? You know, they're all wanting all these technical things, and I kind of deviated from that a little bit. Yeah. But um, anyway, it was really good. It was, it was a lot of fun to get a chance to talk to a lot of different people, um, meet new people. I got to talk to Father Patrick Briscoe, sweet uh, Dominican that you know we've had on the show before, talking about leisure. Nice. Remember, and that's what we talked about on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I thought you meant you were talking about leisure. No, no, no. We talked about okay. leisure on yeah, the yeah, show yeah. with him. Right. Yeah. Um, which is ironic, being that that's what we're talking about tonight. Right. Uh, but he was. It was really good to talk to him, catch up with him. Sweet. Had a chance to smoke a cigar and uh, have have a 
whiskey with them. I always like smoking cigars with religious Me too. priests. Me too. Yeah. So you lost Juan's dog. You were going to, uh, like, I wasn't going to talk about that. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, we're talking about it. Okay. <laughs> so Juan is out of town, and he trusted you <laughs> to keep track of his dog. How long do you guess, roughly, the dog was in your possession until you lost it? I, I don't know. Like 40 minutes? No. Longer than 40 minutes? Longer than 40 minutes. Four hours? Potentially longer it, it than 40 hours. It could have been. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> yeah, if everybody could say a prayer, please, because we really need to find one's, <laughs> one's dog. Um, I'm not laughing because, I mean, that's... I know I'm not trying to laugh. Um, We're laughing because the presumption is that we will find the dog. We're hoping it's that. just a little. Cha- it's a little, it's a little chaotic right chaotic now. Chaotic until the, you know, everybody laughs at me when I lose my cows. <laughs> but as soon as the dog gets lost, like, oh, the poor dog. You know, the dog will be fine. I mean, unless a hawk flies by. We're, we're and then it might not be fine. Yeah, we're trying to find the dog. What kind of dog is it? It's a Boston Terrier. A Boston Terrier. If you find one, please call me. <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> I'm sure else. I'm sure he won't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. Uh anyway. Yeah, please say prayer. Uh on another note. Uh the Bishops Podcast, Tulsa Time. Yeah. We play second. Congratulations. Best like we play second as in the pod, best podcast category for the diocese, like all the diocese podcasts. Hosted by the diocese. I mean, obviously it wouldn't have beat the Catholic Man show, but we didn't yeah. But um Obviously. Obviously. But yeah, we got second place, which is really awesome. Uh, that is awesome. It was, you know, we just started too. You know, I think we just hit episode twenty eight or twenty nine. Uh-huh. So that was a that was a big win for the diocese of Tulsa. How did they grade it? Like they had a, a, a had people a, who decide yeah. like, oh, I like this one better than this one. Yeah, because everybody submits their the podcast that they want to be judged, and there's a lot of them out there now. Like I don't know if you know this, but. The uh, bishops are are getting on board with podcasts and realizing the the benefit that it can be. I think the internet is here to stay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna decided. Go ahead. I don't think it's a fad anymore. Right. Um. And so, which is a good thing. This is uh, like this is a good thing. It too. is a good thing. It's an opportunity for the uh, you know bishops to uh, continue their teaching authority to to the laity mm-hmm. and 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 give them like it humanizes a bishop, right? You know, right. a lot of times you don't get a chance to see the bishop. Uh, all that often, yeah, and it gives, the it gives you the gives you access. I mean, uh, for hundreds of years, I mean, it, there have been people who may have gone their whole life without ever meeting their bishop, mm-hmm. you know, and um, yes, and and so to be able to sit there and actually hear from their own mouth, from their you know, in their own words, right, it's what great. it is like their vision is for the diocese, um, you know, how they, you know, how they, what's on their heart, we, we, exactly. On certain you know important issues that are relevant, yeah, so I, th- I think it's great. Yeah, so it's called Tulsa Time with Bishop Condorla. If you want to look that up, we also have a fantastic bishop. We do. So I mean that that really that helps. really helps. Yeah, if you want to go check that out though, if you're from the Oklahoma area. Um, so yeah, so just got back from that. Uh, what Friday? A couple days ago. Nice. So, when we get back, we're gonna, so we're gonna talk about leisure today. Yes very excited about this. We're going to very slowly talk about it. We'll be right back.
We are going to the Holy Land, and we want you to come with us. Next year, during the Easter octave, from April 3rd to the 14th, 2024, for 12 days, we will be in the Holy Land, and we would love for you and your wife and your family to come with us. We're only going to take one bus. A lot of pilgrimages take multiple buses, but we want this to be an intimate uh, opportunity for us to pray together, to eat together, to drink together, to have fun, but also to grow closer to our Lord. So check out selectinternationaltours.com slash catholicmanshow. Sign up today. Again, we're only going to take one bus, so it will fill up. Selectinternationaltours.com slash catholicmanshow. We look forward to seeing you there. Welcome back to The Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles, here with Adam Minahan. We're talking about how to liege. we got Jim Spencer here with us today. He doesn't look like Santa Claus anymore. No. Beard trimmed. It's like way too short. And it's salmon-colored shirt. Yeah, it's aggressive salmon, I would say, uh, is the name of that color. Coral. Coral. Man, I have no idea the difference between coral and salmon. Coral was one of the colors at my wedding. That was when I learned about that that's a color. I didn't know. I thought it was like a uh, like a living thing in the in sea. the ocean. Turns out it's a color. I don't know which one came first, you know. We <clears> also <throat> have Catherine Pickens with us. Thanks for being here, Catherine. So we're going to talk about leisure. We're talking about leisuring, how to leisure. I'm really excited because we just recently finished our book club on a leisure this basis very topic. Culture. Great. Yep. So I want to go over today. We're going to talk we've talked about leisure in the past, and so we're going to be taking a little bit of a different different uh, spin on it today. We're going to talk about it generally here at the beginning. You know, got to lay, got to lay some ground rules for leisuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to talk about like just different things, different leisurely things to do this summer. Activities, maybe? Activities, yes. Uh, that are leisurely. Things okay. that I like to do. Okay. And that maybe you'll like to do too. Awesome. So again, uh, we just finished this book on in our book club if you go to patreon.com slash the catholic man show support us on patreon any level you'll be able to be a part of the book club we're going to be starting uh plato's dialogues uh, here pretty soon uh but we just finished leisure the basis of culture it was a really great read we had a, a solid between eight and twelve people a week joining uh-huh. us uh, such a great that's such a great yeah that's a great size it's a great group yeah it was a yeah. great group um but so let me let me throw this definition out at you for leisure. Oh, I was just about to say, Adam, since you just did the book study, yeah. what is leisure? And let me see what your thoughts are on this. I'm ready. Okay. It says, leisure is an attitude of mind and a condition of the soul that fosters a capacity to receive the reality of the world. Mm, I agree. In fact, that's exactly how I would have said it. Really? If you had just asked me, Dave, in your own words, what's leisure? Mm. I would have said those exact words, I think. What did you think? You, you like that? No, I, I agree. So um, to me, when I think about leisure, I think about an activity that's done for its own sake. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, so we're not doing this because I get something out of it. Right. I think that's a really important, uh, a really important aspect of, of leisure, that, um, that when, you, you, when you think about activity, you think about, you, you say, like, it is good. The thing itself is good, and I do it for its own sake, okay? Um, like, like uh, what, for instance, we'll, we'll kind of jump ahead a little, a little bit. 
But I think gardening is a good example. Gardening can be very leisurely. I love to garden. I find a lot of leisure in gardening. Okay. Um, I am not gardening because I get produce out of it. Okay. I'm not doing it just to eat and grow peppers. I that's I I actually love that part of it too. Mm-hmm. But even just the gardening itself, like I we also grow flowers, right? But just there's something uh, very good in the husbandry and the cultivation of plants, right? And just like raising them and caring for them and the, and just watching them grow. Hmm. There's something very, I think it's fun. I like it. It's good. And there's just something that, and that, that's why it's leisurely, right? So Pieper uh, says, for leisure is a receptive attitude of mind, a contemplative attitude. And it is not only the occasion, uh, the occasion, but also the capacity of steeping oneself in the whole of creation. Hmm. And so, like that, I mean, gardening is a great example, right? Yeah. Of that is that, just like what he said, it's like it's not just for the occasion. Mm-hmm. Like you're not trying to do it to yield necessarily the the fruits of gardening, pun intended. I guess yeah. vegetables. Of, I of, like it. I like it. it's a good of, pun. Yeah. Um. But it's but it's about steeping oneself in the whole of creation. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that's why I said like the. Uh, the activity you need to say it is good, right? Because that's where you're you're coming in touch with reality here. You know, the Lord said the same thing at the creation. You know, mm-hmm. as He finished creation, he, you know, He looked at each thing He created and said that it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we we kind of participate in that same reality when we also look at creation and say it is good. You know, we're participating in the ultimate reality of the way things were made and what they're for. Um, and so leisure is, um, it's a, it's a very, 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 very important part of an authentic human life. I think I agree. And so as we go through this list, I think one of the first things, so if we're talking about a list of things to do, uh, to increase leisure during the summer, uh, uh-huh. uh, one thing I think the first thing we should do before all of everything, uh, that we're going to talk about tonight is cultivate, uh, silence in our life. Yes. Uh, yeah, he talks. He, he, he talks, talks about silence uh, a lot, qu- quite a bit, right? Because uh-huh. leisure and contemplation, um, right. leisure and uh, le- he actually says leisure is a form of silence, which, like, when you first hear that, you don't think that that's right would be the case. But it is. It's, it's like a silence of the appetites. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about how how noisy appetites are, right? And so he talks about like like in order to properly understand leisure, leisure enables us uh, to see things as a whole. To see things, you know, the creation as it as it truly is, mm-hmm. and it gives us the opportunity to ask basically three questions. Is what he is what he says. It says, uh, he says, where where am I from? Like, what's my origin? Okay. Where am I going? The des- our destiny. Mm-hmm. And who am I? Like the present moment. Yeah. So to silence our appetites, to silence the world, it gives us the, the opportunity to, to contemplate and to think about things like the important things in life. And inevitably, if you actually do this, one of these three or all of these, a combination of these, will eventually come up. Inevitably, will come up. Mm-hmm. Because these are the things that are important in life. Like, why am I not? Why am I not? You know, why am I here? Sure. Where am I going? 
how am I doing? Like self-conscious, like your, your examination of conscience like starts kicking in, right? Like mm-hmm. as, as you're quieting yourself and your appetites are quieting, everything, the world around you is quieting. All of a sudden you can actually hear necessarily, you know, the voice of God, you know, in prayer and things of that nature, you know, things yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. The most important questions you can ask is who am I and what does it mean to be who I am? Yeah. I mean, right. those, are, those are the fundamental questions that everybody asks, whether you realize it or not, you know, like, you know, for centuries, people have tried, what's the meaning of life? Well, really, they're trying to answer these questions. Who am I? And what does it mean that I am who I am? Right. And where did I come from? Right. Right. That's an important question, too. Right. So, uh, there are a couple things that... Uh, so, uh, hold on, real quick. So, before we get going on the list... I wasn't like, going to start on the list yet. Okay. I was going to say what leisure is not. Okay, but... Do you want to jump in before that? Yeah, because I want to just talk... Like, like, when we say we should cultivate silence... People probably ask, okay, well, how do I do that? Mm. You know, well, leisure is one way to do it. Yes, but like, okay, so how do like what do I do, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think I think that it's important to say, okay, well, we have to be like you have to be intentional about it. You have to carve out time to just be silent. Yeah, you have Whether, to choose. Leisure is always something you do on purpose. Uh, I mean. You might, you can actually, uh, leisure is a, is a virtue, so it's a habit, right? So you could get to the point where you're habitually being leisurely, right? So you don't have, you're not necessarily like thinking about, oh, and, and at two o'clock today, I will do something leisurely. Right. I mean, again, it's an attitude of the mind and a condition of the soul that right. fosters the capacity to receive the reality as it truly is. But if it's not something that you're habitually dis- disposed to yet, then you will have to choose actively to do it. Right. Um, and it can, you know, like leisure can be almost anything could be done leisurely. Not everything can be. Some, some things are toil and, mm-hmm. you know, there are some things that are just work and you just have to do them, mm-hmm. but you do them so that you can get back to leisuring. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, not the other way around. Not the other way around. We don't leisure. We don't rest just to like charge our batteries so that we can work some more. The only, the reason we work is so that. We have time to leisure because leisure is the end. Leisure is the goal, not work. It's not like a coffee break where at work you take a coffee break just so, you know, I'm just taking a break, a break so that I can work some, I can work harder, you know? Right. Um, that's not what leisure is. Well, I mean, we work uh, during, during this life so that we can rest in God. Right. Right. So that's why when people pass away, we ask, we say, may they rest in peace. Right. So leisure is not utilitarian. It doesn't have utility. Uh, there's, you don't do something leisurely to get anything out of it. Um, you're not accomplishing anything. The most leisurely things don't do anything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, and obvi- if you read the book, uh, Leisure, the Basis of Culture, his essays, John Pieper, Joseph Pieper. Yeah. Um, John Sr. John Sr., yeah. Well, uh, you know, ultimately, he, he comes to the conclusion, which I think is right, that the mass is the highest form of leisure. And he points out how there's, you know, it's like you don't get anything out of the mass. Obviously, that's kind of a, a phrase that I think ta- you can be taken aback by because obviously you get the most important things out of the mass, right? You get grace. You get sanctifying life in your soul, right? You get food for the journey. You can get to heaven. I mean, it's super important. You do get a lot out of mass. But... um not on, a nat- it, not on a natural level. It's, a, it's for its own sake as well. It is for its own sake. But when you look at like, well, a person leaving Mass, what do you have now that you didn't? It's like, well, 
nothing, you know, not, not naturally speaking. You just were, you just kind of wasted some time. Um, and, but obviously we know that that's not true, right? Um, and the best leisurely things always have a religious component to them. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that, oh, if it's not religious in nature, it's not leisurely. That's not at all what it means. Because actually most things that are leisurely aren't overtly religious, okay? And, and once again, it's that attitude of mind that you bring to them, you know, where you can kind of bring in a prayerful attitude when you're doing it. We'll, we'll talk about it. Wouldn't it be nice right after you get up and you say your prayers in the morning, you could check your phone and get caught up on all things that are happening in the Catholic world? That's exactly what GetTheLoop.com does. Go to GetTheLoop.com. Make sure you let them know that we sent you. It's a really easy way to help support the Catholic Man Show because the more people we send to GetTheLoop.com for a free email, it's the only email that Dave ever reads. But by signing up for their email, you're also supporting us because they're supporting our show. This episode is brought to you by GetTheLoop.com. Again, it's the place to go to get daily emails that recap all the big issues from a Catholic perspective. Go to GetTheLoop.com. Make sure you tell them the Catholic Man Show sent you. Cheers. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. Sipping on a little bit of this Talisker 18 year that is just delicious. Talking about leisure, one of my favorite topics. So I have a list here of 21 things. I don't know if we'll get to 21. All 21. Uh, well, I have a list as well. Do you? Seven. Oh. So we have 28. Three times, we have a perfect number of seven times three which is another perfect number plus another 21 this is just overwhelming (laughs) on the seventh year of the catholic mansion that's right (laughs) so my seven my seven-year-old daughter she i was asking her like what do you think elizabeth just kind of out of interest i just wanted to know what she'd say and she started rattling off things i was like i better write these hold on hold on i'm not kidding (laughs) there are like five things on this list (laughs) that she came up with and I was like, man, like you were just naming some like really good stuff here. Uh, so anyway, before we get anything else, before we just go into the because I want to like go through some of these and talk about like, man, yeah, that's why this is so good. Well, I, I don't know what it's all on your list. Are you going to talk about festivity at all? Not overtly. OK, so leisure, like leisure and festivity is very much and also if you want to know more about this we did an episode and we talked about festivity uh you know you can always go back and listen to our other episode on on leisure yeah uh, but but festivity is an important part one of one of the important parts of of festivity is uh, abundance yeah right is it so there's like a divine origin there's abundance and there's community aspect those are like the three things that constitutes like a a proper uh, uh, feast Mm mm-hmm and so I think that it's important as we as we think about like okay well how do I cultivate leisure and cultivate it in a way to where I can also build community, yeah right yeah. Um, so I think that you want to start off you want to start off the summer like in a leisurely way. Put some bar- put some uh, pork butts on the on the smoker and invite your neighbors over for 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 a barbecue cookout. Which brings us to number one on my list. Yes, smoking meat. 
Is that was that your number one? It's number on one on the list. Smoking meat. I like this. That's just like such a leisurely thing, and uh, you know, you just you sit there for hours, and you're doing nothing, kind of, right? You're just sitting there looking at your smoker. <laughs> <laughs> and I think if you want to do like if you want to do it more leisurely, don't use your Traeger grill. Okay, I your agree. your Traeger grill is awesome. I love it. Okay, it's gonna produce a fantastic product for your table, which is you know important to do because mm-hmm. that's you know we gotta keep the end in mind of what of what we're doing. <clears throat> but you lose a lot of you lose the process. Okay, with your Traeger grill, uh, so it does it all for you. Right. Exactly. It, it's it's dehumanizing <laughs> the process. It is. It is literally dehumanizing the process right. of smoking the meat, right? Because taking the human element out of it. Yeah. Um, I just think that it's really easy. Sometimes we try to complicate, like, how do we make community? How do we build community? It's like, it, it's actually pretty easy. Like, make a bunch of food and then right. just invite people over. Anybody. Like, just... Like, like in the old, neighbors, and like uh, in the parables, Jesus tells about like, oh, the king was throwing a wedding feast. Like, well, just go out into the streets and invite and people. invite people. You know, it's like you can literally do that. We've talked about this before. This is your uh, father-in-law's idea: the pew party. The pew party. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, pew party is uh, anybody that sits two rows ahead of you in the in, at mass, or two, two rows behind you at mass. Because right. you know, you know, who those people are. Like, it's the same people. Invite every, them over to your house. Yeah. And then let you know, have him he come showed over up. He feast. showed up one Sunday with invitations. Mm-hmm. He he passed them out in person. You know, to the yep, two rows behind, two rows in front. And then the idea, his idea, was that the people in the row behind you would have their own pew party, and the people in the row in front of you. And so, like, eventually, you're going to several pew parties, but each different party, you're you're meeting and getting to know these same people more and more and more. Mm-hmm. But each time, there's a new row of people, right? right. And so. You're like really solidifying these, you know, like because how well do you really know the people in the rows? I, I'm embarrassed that there's behind you and there's in a front guy, of you. You know what I mean? There's like, a guy that sits behind me for and, years. Yeah, maybe a decade. And he, he and you just barely know the guy's name. In fact, he had he introduced himself to me. He, he and his wife, uh, like two weekends ago, three weekends ago. It's like I've been sign of piecing you for, for a decade. Yeah, for a long time. And it's really good to know your name, sir. It's like the piece that I give you with the piece. Nice to that meet I you, leave Richard. You. Yeah. So anyway, that I think that's a great idea. But smoking meat, I think it's so leisurely because one of the things you have to do to like really liege is <laughs> a set aside the like habit we've developed of the need to be productive. Okay? Like we feel like if I'm not doing something productive, then I'm wasting I'm I'm like it's like almost sinful. Right. Right? And yeah, that yeah. is not true. Right? Uh there is an order to all things. Now, if if your if necessity and your vocation calls you to be like calls you to do something, and you're you're setting that aside just to sit here and smoke meat, okay, well that's disordered, mm-hmm. okay, and that's a problem. But if if you have you know if you've worked throughout the week mm-hmm. in a properly ordered fashion, so that you can liege on a Sunday, especially, mm-hmm. um, then. That's why it's so great. Is that like, no, I don't have to do anything. I'm just going to sit here and look at my smoker. I'm going to drink a beer. I'm going to watch I'm going to watch the kids wrestle in the, yeah. like in the grass. Throw the football with them, maybe read a little book. I'm going to like occasion, I'm going to occasionally be like, "Hey, hey kids. Yeah. No sticks. Hey, quit. No. You know, and like I'm just living the good life today. 
as I Amen. look at my smoker. Yes. And then just like, hey. Adding wood every once And every in a while. now and then you call your son over like, you want to look at it? You want to yeah. see it? Let's look at it. Let's just see. Let's check on it. Right? So that's why it's Kids so leisurely. Kids are great for like, like affirmation. Right. Because you're, you're able to set aside that, that like grind that mm-hmm. wears at you of constant productivity that you need to be doing something. You don't. Yeah. Okay. But the first one took like uh, four minutes to get through. So playing get- music. Number two. <laughs> number two, playing music. Okay. Okay. So once again, we're, we're like the recorder. Uh, the, anything. Yes, it could be the recorder. If you have skills like I do with the recorder, then you record. Dude, you know what? You do have skills with the recorder. Thank you. And it's I, like it's, I think I do. It's actually. actually really weird. I it's wish weird. I wish it was a different instrument. Because <laughs> it's the most annoying instrument. But it isn't. Yeah. Uh, it's the re- but you know what? I wail. I yeah, wail you on do. It. You do. Uh, I agree. Uh, uh zero training, okay? All I mean, self-taught. You, you I'm knew, self-taught. No, you knew hot cross buns from like third grade. You, you know, you know what, Adam? You're right. To be f- fully transparent, I did have in music class in second and third grade. I think in both years we did have like a week of recorder uh, in in music class. This you, is what a best friends for to call you out you know, on I your lies. I appreciate you keeping me honest on where my talents <laughs> come from. But there's just uh, like playing music. I think people get it. It's like especially if you can play music, right? If there's like one thing I could encourage men to do, it's to learn an instrument. It's, it's um, Learning an instrument is going to give you so much long-term satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of work, but um, it's absolutely worth it. And when you, can, when you can get to the point where you can like sit down on a Saturday or Sunday and like play music for the kids, I like, I like to get the guitar out, play the piano. And I, yeah, sing, songs, I sing songs that they like. Right. Um, which so I play a lot of kids hey, can songs. You, can you tell them about the Dunta Dunta song? The Dunta Dunta song. It's a song. <laughs> it's actually the accompaniment to like that song on the piano where you take your knuckles and you go. So it's there's an accompaniment to that song, and my dad knows it, and he taught it to me. And when I was a kid, we loved it, and we would like we say like play the. Dun 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 song because that's what we thought. Right, exactly. Because it goes dun 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 dun. Yeah. And so we would like run, and so he would play it, and what we would do is we'd run around the house in a circle. This is in our small faith group. Like every time, like a good house, a good house has a circle you can run, right? And he would start off playing, and then he would slowly play faster and faster and faster and faster, and the faster he'd play, the faster you had to run. Right. It was great. In fact, I and I do it now with my own kids. It's really, it's very, very popular song. But anyway, playing music. Number three, gardening slash eating fresh produce. There's mm. something so satisfying, like when you can go out and like eat a watermelon that you grew, and mm-hmm. it's fresh off the vine. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. that is so good. We already talked about gardening. What separate from gardening is watering the garden. I think there's a necessity. It's it's but ne- separate. It's necessary. But when you're out there watering, you just feel like you're doing something so good. You know what I mean? Like, man. I'm just like providing life. Like this, this is exactly what it feels like, man. These, I'm just like, just giving life to these <laughs> plants right now. It just feels good. Just like you could just sit there and water all day. You know, like oh yeah, I'll give you some water over here. And then unless you, you're in California, that water is expensive. Yeah, well, that's what you get for living in California. <laughs> fishing, uh, number five, fishing. Fishing is an ultimate leisure activity because when you fish, you can't do anything else. You can't even listen to a podcast when you fish. No, like you're in nature. You're quiet because you need to like you need to like be you're like kind of becoming part of nature when you fish, right? You need to hear the sounds. You need to like you're paying 
I need to have you're a, like right there. You're all into the activity, right? We need to have my son on the Catholic Metro to talk about fishing, right? And like some people are fishing so they can like take a fish home and eat it, but mostly not. I mean, this is America, okay? Uh, well, if you're like, yeah, uh, I, I fish. I fish to eat sometimes. You know, yeah, like crappies. The best. Yeah, but most of the time when you're fishing, it's just because you want to go fishing. Man, you know I mean, Luke uh, got a new. He just turned ten. My oldest turned ten years old uh yesterday really weird that it is weird every uh, time my my oldest turns older it's like have i even been married that long yeah. and i'll do the math it's like oh good i have <laughs> okay. all right yeah Woo! Uh, <laughs> and plus nine months yeah yeah that much and nine months um but we got a, a new fishing pole because that's what he wanted how many fishing poles does he have well i six? think six does he have six probably but they're all different. Oh, absolutely, they're all with different. With different, Adam, you, you don't have to tell me if they're yeah. all different. I know they're all different. So he wanted one. He had a, a very specific one. We went out today, and I, I think we probably caught 15, 16, threw them all back. We were, he, he fished for probably like three, three hours today, and then after dinner, he's like, "Hey, Dad, you want to go fishing?" I have seen, I've seen that boy fish from morning till evening, yeah, all, I mean, all he day. Would just do it all day long. He's gonna be a great man someday. Can't wait. I can wait. Just slow down. <laughs> Actually, wait. I, I can't wait. It's only 10. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I know this is going to be a tough sell for you guys, but humor me here. This October, hundreds of Catholic men gathered together from around the world at Estes Park, Colorado. Beautiful Estes Park, Colorado in October. It's going to be gorgeous for a five-day adventure dedicated to helping everybody build a better prayer life, forming up virtue and a life beyond Exodus 90, and having brotherly fellowship, getting to know one another, most likely over a pint. Join us, exodus90.com slash the summit. We're going to be there. Dave and I, we're going to be giving a talk. We're going to have a live Catholic Man Show episode there. Join us, exodus90.com slash summit. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam in hand. Talking about leisure. We're talking about leisuring, my liege. 21 ways to leisure this summer. The next on the list, we're, we're at number six. So we're not <laughs> we're not gonna get through. <laughs> we're not gonna get through them all. This is one of those episodes where you just gotta look, if you're we listening to us it. on the radio, you need to subscribe to the podcast. That's, That's just the only solution for it. If you want to leash well. Yes, I agree. Uh so number six. I think this one is gonna catch. Maybe people by surprise. Unless that you've read John Sr. Unless you've read John, C- John Sr., but I it's stargazing. Yes. Uh, I think stargazing is... I mean, it's like, it blows your mind. If you've, have you, like, have you, have you yes. I'm sure you've stargazed before. Yes. In fact, uh, the next time that we go out to, I was going to do it this last time, but next time we go down to southeast Oklahoma, where... Yeah. Uh, you're like away uh, from the land. Light. Yeah, we uh-huh. got a ton of land. But my, my father-in-law has a ton of land out there, and we go out there. And I was going to do it last time, but it was it was storming. But next time we go out there, I'm going to have I'm going to keep the boys up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a special event. Yeah, we it's easier. It's actually easier in the winter just because it gets dark sooner. Right. Um, but I think we have popsicles. Maybe get a fire going. Wait till till it gets really dark. Vodka popsicle for you probably. Well, don't judge. Um, hey. And then I'm going to. He has this big deck in the backyard and so i'm gonna like we're gonna pull put a blanket out there and we're just gonna lay down and just stargaze yeah so one time um in our cabin in michigan this is a number of years ago we were we were kind of doing that you know like 
building a fire out by the lake. Fire had kind of gone down, and it's a really good place to look at the stars because we're away from a lot of cities. It's amazing how the city just ruins it. In fact, there is a city. The nearest city is about 25 miles away, and you can see the glow mm-hmm. at night over the mountain. Light and, and you can see real. like that that you know like portion of the sky kind of that over the mountain there's no stars right. just from this city which is a small it's not even a city it's a smaller town mm-hmm. Gaylord Gaylord Michigan uh and 25 miles away and it's not, not like there's some huge nightlife in Gaylord you know oh dude i don't think you know <laughs> actually i do <laughs> uh and I, I, there's not okay <laughs> Uh, there are some places, you know, they have, they have establishments, but anyway, uh, but that night we counted over 20 shooting stars. Mm. Um, it was so awesome. Why do you think, so I, I have my thoughts on this, but I'm curious, like what, why do you think stargazing perspective? That's what I think. Perspective. Uh, it, it gives you a sense of wonder and awe, grandeur in your own place, mm-hmm. right? And how, how small things are. Um, just there's, it just, it launches you into contemplation. That's right. Which is why, which is why it's so leisurely. I mean, and that's, so it's really a very leisurely thing to do. It's kind of, it's not, it doesn't sound like a masculine thing to be doing, mm-hmm. but it, it really is. There's nothing, there's nothing effeminate or immasculine mm-hmm. about stargazing. It, uh, I was reading an article the other day. It's great for you to do with your sons. You know, like... Correct. I think it's really... That's just really awesome. I was reading an article the other day, uh, a philosophy professor, he, and he was lamenting how difficult it is to start... Like, he, he's a, a philosophy professor for, like, freshman, like intro-level philosophy. Yeah. And he was talking about how difficult it is to get kids, the, like, this day, to, to, like, wonder. And, yeah. like... And, like... And, like be in awe. I, I, I totally get that. And so he says, like, the very beginning... Because they think that there's answers for everything that they've never had to wonder. It's like, right. you just... You, you ask Siri or Google, and you just you find it out. And he know? said, like, the first, like, couple weeks in, in their philosophy class, all he does is, like, put puzzles up on the board or, like, uh, have them walk outside or, like, do different things mm-hmm. just to cultivate the sense of wonder and awe. It's one of the things I appreciate about it, Exodus 90. Before philosophy, you know, from philosophy class. No Googling, you know, yes. like, unless it's absolutely necessary. Yeah. And so, like, there's all these times where it's, it's like, like you, you know, it how, comes up, how old is Joe Biden? Right. And you're well, like, you know what? I don't know. I can't look it up. Yeah. I can't. I, I just, we just have to sit there and wonder about it because he seems super old to me. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, what was the number one hit in 1978? Like, was it Journey? Was it Living La Vida Loca? I don't know. No, that was in the nineties. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ricky Martin was in the nineties. I was just kidding. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there is going to be a group, a generation of our listener who does not has no idea. Had, what did not realize done. that those two things are not the same. Yeah, or not not even close. Uh, okay, so number seven, perfect a cocktail. I like this one. Okay, okay. I, I there's just What's your, what, what, so. Uh, it's first of all, it's just nice to be able to like, hey, I have I like have a cocktail. There's some some things you should have ready. I think mm-hmm. uh, you should have a um, a song ready for uh, what what's it called when you go up there and you see the word party song. You know, like no, when you go uh, what karaoke. karaoke. Thank you, Catherine. You couldn't think of karaoke. I couldn't, uh, listen, look, look, words are hard. I could. It was the word was not coming to me. Uh, it's you should have a karaoke song ready. 
okay? Don't stop I, believing. Uh, whatever it is for you, like just have one. Have one ready, okay? I think have a cocktail ready. And Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> do not pick. <laughs> no, that is not your karaoke song. If you pick that as your karaoke song, you're you're the worst. You're, you're the worst. No, uh, no, my, a you can't you can't sing it. Right. Okay, but anyway, my, mine is uh, and this combos up. Mine's tequila. Tequila. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> tequila. Uh, but yeah, like pick a cocktail, like mm-hmm. one that you like, and one that's one that other people will like too. Old fashioned. An old fashioned is a great one. Uh, and Manha- perfect. Manhattan. Manhattan is also it's like kind of the same thing uh, with less sugar, but um, so which yeah, one's better? It, yeah. Well, I don't know. I I like sugar, so I, that's just where I stand on okay. it. But I'll take a chocolate chip cookie with my <laughs> you know, old fashioned, please. Thank you. Uh, but perfect a cocktail. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is the next one I'm really pumped about. Number eight. Throw a block party. We, we we did this. We did this, and it was amazing. It was actually not even that much work, uh, and and I feel like the way we did it was more work. Yeah, we did an episode on this because uh, uh, you know I cooked hamburgers for everybody. Just go go Google block party on the CatholicMancho dot com and yeah. listen to that episode because we threw a block party. And it was really great. We, you you can do it. You can do it uh, potluck where it's not that much work. You know, you don't have to provide food, but anyway, it was so great. It was a, it was a great thing to do. Yeah. Um, and it really builds that community aspect that you're talking about earlier. Um, co- number nine, play a round of golf slash or go bowling. I think golf is a, is a le- very leisurely thing. It's slow. Okay. So like, if you, what do you think about like, what are a lot of these things have in common? Many of them take a long time. Okay. And and leisure is not vegetation, okay? Watching television is very rarely leisure. It can be, actually. But, um, like, if you say, I have nothing to do, so I'm going to watch television, that's never leisure. Uh, now, if you might say, I cho- I'm choosing actively to watch a good movie, okay, that can be leisurely, you know, like, I'm going to do this. Even if it's by yourself, that can be fine. But, you know, especially if you do it with the family, have a, you know, movie night, whatever. But, um Golf. I've thought about this a lot more, and I don't know if I agree with you. That's but, okay. But we'll, we can talk about it later. Sure. But golf. I don't want to sidetrack us golf is a very leisurely sport. It takes a long time to do, but you're not just sitting there. Like it, you're you're using your body. You know, you're. Yeah. Uh, it's no, no, no. it's challenging, um, but it's it's not exhausting. Bowling is is similar. Like I love. I think bowling Dude, is bowling just really is so fun. fun. So one thing that happened uh, when I was newly married. Yeah. Was I was like, okay, what do I? What do I do for her birthday? And it's like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take her bowling. I'm gonna invite friends. I'm gonna go bowling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of surprised. I didn't surprise. I just said like, hey, this is what we're doing. Instead of like, hey, what would you like to do for your birthday? Uh-huh. Classic like new marriage mess up, right? You you don't you don't like just pick something for her most of the time. You should like ask her like, hey, what what do you want to do? I didn't do that. I just picked it for her. Uh, it turns out she didn't really like bowling all that much. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, because I, I had a blast. Right. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Like, her birthday was fun. Um, <laughs> for me. For me. Uh, yeah, but bowling is really fun. I, I, I every love t- bowling. Every time I bowl, I'm like, I should do this more often. I'm surprised that there are people who don't like bowling. Yeah, she's just not a big bowler. Because just to me, it's like, God, this is great. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I can drink beer Number and 10. Win. Number 10. And I want to make sure to get through this one and at least number 11, because I like number 11. But number okay. 10 is memorize poetry. Ah. 
some Robert Louis Stevenson. Start there. Yes. It's easy. Uh, I'm currently in the process of memorizing the blacksmith, the village, the village blacksmith. Ooh, is that the uh, po- poem that I sent over to you? Under the sprawling chestnut tree, the village smithy stands. Yep. The smith, a mighty man, is he with large and sinewy hands. Yeah, I think it's a, it's one of my favorite poems. Yeah. It's also like a short poem, uh, but it's just really really beautiful. Um, Dana Joya. Dana Joya is also a uh, Catholic you know, poet. Catholic poet, modern day. Yeah, he, his poem, um, A Summer Storm, was the first poem that ever, like, really, really inspired can me. Can you still do it? I can. Let's do it. It's too long. On the other side of the break. I'll do it. Or, on, I'll, at the I'll end. I'll do it on the other side of the break. Yeah. Um, number 11, sharpening knives. I think this is so. <laughs> this is so. I love sharp. <laughs> it takes forever. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give you my case knife, my new case. What's well, an old case knife? Okay. I want to give it. Is to it you. is it narrow? Because my knife sharpener. So I've I am a big. I'm I'm not actually a big fan, but um, I use the Lansky dude, sharpening system, and this, it, I've had a lot of success with with it. Mm-hmm. However, um, it doesn't. It actually doesn't work well for like pocket knives because they're too thin, and it went in that clamp the. It just it doesn't work well with 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 thin knives. Mm. Um, it works really great on like a buck knife or kitchen knives, mm-hmm. um, but it's it, it it takes a long time. But you can just sit there and just sharpen. You can sit on the couch, you know, and just sit there and sharpen. And you you're just sharpening, man. You know, uh, uh, like maybe spend an hour on one blade, and by the time you're done, man, oh, if you're it's incredible. if you're in southeast Oklahoma and you're sharpening knives like to get ready for you know the buck to clean. And you're over there doing it, and the other guy's knife is like, ah, my my knife is dull. He's there. Here, give it to me. Let me give it a lick. That's it. That's the uh, phrase. Let me give it a lick. Yeah. Run it on the stone. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little wet. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're out of time on the Catholic Radio. Go check us out at thecatholicmanshow.com. On uh, you're gonna give you're gonna recite a poem for us. I will. We're also gonna go over just these other ones. Which we have like what seven more or so? We'll just kind of we'll just go on. Let's see it real quick. Okay. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass and cheers to Jesus. Okay, do you want me to do the poem now? Yeah, I think I think so. Okay, so this is I because I love this poem and I, I also love it's it. like one of my favorites. So this is a summer summer storm. Catherine, have you ever heard of Dana Joya before? By Dana Joya. Okay. Yeah, so he's, he's I wouldn't say he's well known. I know. It's uh, I, We're going to try to have him on the show this year. Fly him out from California. But anyway. Uh, some, let, me, let me know what your th- thoughts are on this poem. You're put, really putting me on the, on the spot here. I'm trying to remember how it begins. <laughs> and if I can remember like how it starts, you know, I'll, I'll be able to do the whole thing. Uh We stood on the rented patio while the party went on inside. You knew the groom from college. I was a friend of the bride. We hugged the brown stone wall behind us to keep our dress clothes dry and watched a sudden summer storm floodlit against the sky. The storm was like, the rain was like a waterfall of brilliant beaded light, cool and silent as the stars. The storm hid from the night. To my surprise, you took my arm a gesture you didn't explain. And we spoke in whispers, as if we too might imitate the rain. Then suddenly the storm receded as swiftly as it came. The doors behind us opened up. The hostess called your name. I watched you merge into the group, aloof and yet polite. We didn't speak another word except to say good night. 
Why does that evening's memory return with this night's storm? A party twenty years ago, its disappointments warm. There are so many might-have-beens, what-ifs that won't stay buried. Other cities, other jobs, strangers we might have married. And memory insists on pining for places it never went, as if life would be happier just by being different. You're supposed to snap. You always snap. 100% accuracy. Yeah. Pretty good, huh? Thank you. Yeah. Pretty That's solid. the poem by Dana Joya. Yeah, and when I heard that, I was like, man, I don't know why. There's something about that poem that really struck me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I, I just really liked it, and I memorized it. And, and there's something about having memory or poetry committed to memory. Um, I mean, it's it's not to the same degree as, as memorizing um, the Holy Word of God. But um, correct. But but it's it's there's a good right there's goodness and there's beauty in the verse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I also I also know um, Leisure by uh, Davies, mm. um, which is another good poem. Uh, so I there's you know I, I know only a handful of po- actually I know a lot of poems now. Most of them are children's poems. Robert because, Louis Stevenson. Yes, yeah, exactly. Robert Louis Stevenson basically <laughs> has written every poem in the world. <laughs> Um, he's like the Bob Dylan of poems. Oh, <laughs> Bob Dylan has got nothing <laughs> on Robert Louis Stevenson. He's like, <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, so I know a lot of children's poems just because like we're homeschooling and uh, you know our kids recite them now. My all my kids, my kids right. can recite. I don't know, probably fifty poems. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um. And, but it's just really great. Like There's ooey something. Ooey gooey was a worm indeed. <laughs> so sharpening knives, memorizing poetry. <laughs> Doing a puzzle, I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. There's just something great about puzzling. It's yeah. Uh, my wife and I started doing pu- like when she was pregnant with John. We were like the kids would go to bed, and it's like we just weren't ready, you know, to go to bed yet, and yeah. we didn't want to like waste time watching TV or yeah. just sit on. Like, so we were like, you know what? We're just gonna do a puzzle. It is. And, like you it's, can- it's really great. I love doing things with. Lady Pamela, that we can do together, like where we yeah. work on them together. Yeah, and like because there's actually not a lot of things like that that we get to do where we're like, um, you know, working together on something. Obviously, right. family, we do that all the time, but it's just not quite baby smithing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you can't finish it. <laughs> it's nice to finish something together. Uh, it also like it just like gives you the opportunity to have just like normal conversation. Also, which is like in a puzzle, like you have, you're just sitting there. Doing a puzzle with somebody, you realize how different you think. Yeah. There are, there <laughs> right. are like, people, why are you not doing the corners first? Why are you not? Like, what? <laughs> you're not even going to do the edges first? Like, I do the edges first. Pamela doesn't. She, she, doesn't. she starts going, she colors. She's like going by colors and just instead of like, well, she you, thinks it's a waste of time, you're just like looking aimlessly, wasting all this time trying to find like the last few corner pieces when like, I'm over here, and you know what? She's kind of right, because by the time I'm done, she's completed a large portion of the puzzle, because yeah. she's, like, working Color on... Color coordination um, puzzles. You know, is, is and key. so it's like... But it's different. It, like, I am going to, and always will, do Start the edges first, because it just makes sense to me. Anyway, it just when you do puzzles with people, you find out, like, we think differently. Men and women. Men and women. God, women. <laughs> They're the best. Um, take a walk. Take a walk is obviously very leisurely. One thing that we did here with our family is once we moved, we have some land now, so we do a Sunday walk. 
Um, I like this idea. I, it, it's become a really a tradition that everybody in our family looks forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to do our Sunday walk with, with Catherine today. But we come home from Mass and we take a walk. We get to look at how the flowers have changed, what how things have grown. Um, a walk around your land, just right? Just around so you, our property, yeah. right. Um, but you could do it. You could pick, if you, if you don't have that big of a property... Find a place to walk mm-hmm. and like just around the neighborhood. I mean, because that would be great. You can see how other people's flowers are growing. I mean, right. it's all this. It doesn't matter if they're your flowers or not. Right. Um, yeah. You get to enjoy the beauty of them regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, smoke a pipe. It's really big fan. I uh, bought some tobacco this weekend for, that's called uh, Oreo Cookie. Oh, really? I meant to bring my pipe. I was going to bring it. Just for this one. And so, like, and we could I'm, be smoking our pipes I'm, all day, all, uh, all this episode. Uh, I'm anxious to get, like, to smoke it. Because, you know what? I have these found rabbit filters, they, are they, have you, have you, uh, I, I have not, uh, I have replaced the, them? No, I had the filters, like, right, right here. I just not, okay. like, replaced them yet. Uh, but I have come to the realization that I am a guy who just enjoys, like, more sugary tobaccos, yeah, aromatics. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to like English tobacco a lot because it's just like it's cool, like the more advanced, I guess, or what. Oh, it's it's, it's clearly cool. Perceived like it's clearly cool. I mean, I felt this way when I started drinking whiskey. I wanted to be a Scotch drinker so bad, right? But I just like I had to realize, and I came to the conclusion that I'm not. I'm just a bourbon guy. However, the moment that I made that realization and like admitted that to myself was also the moment where I had just like finally started drinking enough Scotch. Where I realized, actually, I was a. Sco- I also discovered Lafroig, mm-hmm. and uh, that's it's like the Lord like really mm-hmm. blessed me because mm-hmm. He's like you wanted to be a Scotch drinker, you finally overcome like your your own pride, yeah, and so now I will make you the Scotch drinker you always <laughs> desired to be. <laughs> but Lord, the God is so good. He's he so is. He is yeah. so good, all the time. Yes. What's the next one? Uh, um, so smoking a pipe is really, really great, uh, obviously in moderation. Write a letter slash call a friend you haven't talk, uh, talked to like in a long time. A okay. Uh, you've got a friend out there. You haven't talked to him in a while. You're still really great friends. Do you have Do you have a guy, like, do you have, uh, like anybody that you write a letter to on a consistent I don't. basis? I don't. I do. I have multiple people. Do you really? Yes. Obviously, I'm not one of them. No. Because <laughs> I, I see you all the time. Yeah. No, but um, there's writing a letter. Dude, it got lost in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, writing a letter has such intentionality to it. It has such meaning. Yeah. Like when you, I, like I have received letters from people um, only a few times, but I have saved. I still have them. Me like too. my mom wrote me a letter in college, telling me like how I needed to change my whole life, and how you know like she was, dis- she was disappointed. But and uh, like I didn't like getting that letter, but I still saved it. You know, like it still had a lot of meaning to me. Mm-hmm. Um, or it, it's the it's the letter I plan on uh, reading at your funeral. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good, because at least people will like hopefully be inspired to pray very fervently <laughs> for my soul, which is what I want people doing at my funeral. But it doesn't have to be a letter. I mean, just call somebody. Like, yeah. Set <laughs> set aside 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Call and like really catch up. Yeah, who, who's a guy that you used to talk to in college a lot, or like you know, so a guy that you was was a good friend of yours that you haven't talked to in a long time? Yeah. And it's like you know, life just happens, and you haven't talked to him in a while, and right, and you're probably a lot different, and so is he, and like, great, call and find catch up yeah. on those things, yeah. you know. Um, obviously, it's not doesn't mean that you're ever going to be the same friends that you were. Sure, that's okay. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, just I like somebody, that idea. Read a classic book. This is what I think. Like, if, if we're coming up with so, things I don't, to I don't, do, I don't, mean, I don't read a good. You know, like read a classic book. Yeah, this is the, read a book that you're going to be proud of to have read, and to like be able to talk about with other people. Because reading a classic book is going to make you. Uh, once again, we're not doing these things because they have utility. We're doing them because they have For goodness. Bragging purposes in in and of themselves, but oh. it's but. It's you know the book is good itself, right? right? And so just reading it is is the goodness. This is something that I think that every man should do this summer. Like, is decide I'm going to read at least one book this summer, and figure out like what book that is, and just like get like make time to read it. Yeah. Like if you haven't read a book in a long time, uh, like make a decision and say I'm going to read a good book this summer. Yeah. Uh, even if it's hard, even if like it's arduous, like y- the satisfaction of reading a book and finishing it, mm-hmm. la- like that last page and closing the cover, is very satisfactory. Like, high- and, and and it, hopefully it's a story you can delight in. So like mm-hmm. I have, I'm slowly reading Lord of the Rings on Sundays. Oh yeah, um, Fan- fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear you say that, Adam. <laughs> it, it, but it really, there's a lot of delight in just. I'm not trying to finish. I just am. Like, uh, and it's been, I haven't, it's been six months since I've had the opportunity, like mm. having moved and stuff, like it just haven't had, um, the opportunity has not presented itself. Also, I've been reading, we've been really reading the Iliad. So like most of we're my, almost done. Most of my book reading has been that, but, and now we're starting, we're but that's okay. Cause my Odyssey. point, my point in when I do pick up the Lord of the Rings is not to finish. It's just to read it, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a, it's, I delight in the story itself. If you haven't read in a while, uh, I highly recommend reading a book that is short. Yes, I oh, I love short books because like, like Lord of the Rings is not short. No, but like you, you it, like you have a sense of accomplishment. It doesn't take as much investment. Doesn't take as much time. You can kind of get one underneath your belt, so to speak, and then you can kind of move on. This is why I love Joseph Pieper because yeah. uh, most of his books are, are short. They're not actually books. They're essays. They're essays, yeah. right? That they've turned into books. Like uh, Plato's Dialogues is another really great one that you can read. Yeah. Uh, and his and his dialogues are fun. Yeah, I think they're fun. And if you haven't read them before and you want to read them with a group, go to Patreon.com/slash The Catholic Man Show. You're gonna do it because we're gonna do it. Number seventeen, Split Firewood. Oh, I love it. Is right. It's just like. When you, when, when you start to get it, because yeah. in the beginning, in the beginning, it's hard, but once you get and you get the wrist snap at just the right time, you know what I'm saying? And you can make sure you take your wedding ring off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You blood gonna, blister galore. You're gonna have blisters. If you don't. And if you're like me, when I am splitting firewood, I am convinced, and this whether the whether this lines up with reality or not does not matter to me, but I am just convinced, and I don't ever look. Because I know she is, that Lady Pamela is just sitting, like watching me, just thinking, like, what a man. As I split this firewood, I just know she's over there in the window, like just trying gazing. to trying to get other work done, but just can't help herself <laughs> from looking at like this sweaty man outside, just like <laughs> chopping firewood, like, oh, what a man. I, I know that that's what she's doing. And I would never obviously ask her because that would be embarrassing. But uh, I don't have to. That's the thing. I don't have to. I think that I think there are very few problems in this world that cannot be like like solved by, by chopping firewood by, by, by splitting wood. 
like if you're frustrated or, or you're you have anxiety or you are you're not sure how to solve a problem yeah. in your in your life, go out and chop wood for a couple hours. Personal problems. Personal problems. Okay, that, I think that's an important distinction. Pro- personal problems in your life. Well, I can't. There's solve a lot of what's there's happening a lot of, in Ukraine. There's a lot of global. Yeah, there's a lot of global yeah, problems. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't like, solve. Well, like there there are people hungry. I feel like I could make a list. Yeah, that's longer than this one about problems that <laughs> probably can't be solved. By, no matter how much wood we chop. Yeah. But um, I yeah, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, but it just it just feels good. It just satisfies mm-hmm. satisfies you as a man to go out and chop chop wood. Um, go to a baseball game. Baseball game is notoriously leisurely. It takes forever. <laughs> The new rules, though, like have uh, really. You know okay, so I was I was going to ask you, how do you feel about the new the new clock? I like it personally. I like it. So I'm not a like a big baseball guy. Yeah, right? I'm not even. I don't even have like the problem. Yeah. Here's you with the yeah, problem is yeah. Full di- full disclosure, I'm not a baseball fan. The problem with my- I like going to baseball games. I yeah. I never watch baseball on television. I don't have a team that I root for. You know, like that's the problem. This is what I was about to say. The problem with me, uh, like the reason why I'm not into baseball is because I don't have a team. But going to a baseball like I, game is totally different. Right. Like same with hockey. Yeah. Sure. Like I don't like hockey. Like I just like, baseball is substantially just, more leisurely than hockey. <laughs> like, yeah, they're different. Hockey like is <laughs> sort of a lot insp- more fun. Inspires like more like inner rage <laughs> than like, like happy rage sort of. But like baseball is fun. like oh what a great day it's so beautiful outside you hear the crack of the bat you know eating a hot dog That's cracker right. jacks. Right, and every and you like nowadays you a get to 20, laugh. You get to laugh beer. at the dude who's trying to sell Bud Light, but just can't. <laughs> nobody will buy it. Right, it's like an extra element to how fun the game is. Like he's been trying to sell that same beer this whole game. Poor guy. I think that's funny. I do. Uh, but yeah, going to a baseball game. I was laughing game. internally. Here in Tulsa, if you've never, if if you're in Tulsa, if you've never been to the new Driller Stadium, the new stadium is 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 awesome yeah it is. Um, they did such a good job it's family friendly building that stadium it is there's not a bad seat in the house anyway it, the game the it's like very affordable to go for your whole family yeah dude, um, no one no one cares because almost everybody who listens to this podcast well are not from tulsa if they it, i mean just like tulsa is awesome well i if think you're there's catholic, a case I if think, you're not catholic then it's don't come here please. yeah please, please it's a flyover country here. it is it's just flyover country you hate it yeah. Uh, we still have horses and buggies. Right. Yeah. The air conditioning is not. We don't have any, haven't fi- even figured that out yet. No, we don't even know what it is. Uh, number nineteen. Nap in a hammock because we have no air conditioning. That's right. Uh, that is actually number nineteen, not the air conditioning part. But I, th- I was thinking about this, and to me, I'm not sure napping is really like that leisurely of an activity, uh, because because you're not in, you're not actively doing it, right? Like. Now, a good nap, obviously, like sometimes you need a nap. It feels great. You're refreshed, okay? Ah, but that's that's the difference. But um, you're doing it to, to but, be refreshed. Now, I was, this, is the, this is something I thought about. You okay. could plan a nap and plan what I'm going to do when I get up. For, I'm going to take a 30-minute nap, and then I'm going to play catch with the boys, mm. okay? See, so like, I how think, I plan naps is like, okay, I'll take a melatonin at 3 o'clock. I plan naps <laughs> inspirationally. I took one today. You took one where today? I was I was uh, playing Guess Who with Elizabeth. I won. Just for the record, <laughs> five to one. <laughs> she did win the first game, and when she won, I was like, 
Okay, man, I, 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 <laughs> got, I got to step I up. I guess I, it's like I wasn't I wasn't going easy. She won, but then I won the next five in a row, and so I in I, your face. Yeah, Elizabeth. take that, Elizabeth. <laughs> Bring your weak game up in here. So uh, and then, but I was like, you know, crashing pretty hard, and I was like, all right, Elizabeth, I have to lay down for a second. <laughs> this game has just worn me out. And then I woke up when Catherine. <laughs> She was like, hello. And I was like, oh, hey, Catherine. <laughs> Welcome. I just Let me was, get my balance. Yeah. <laughs> Beer's in the fridge. Yeah. But like, so taking a nap with plans of what you're going to do when you wake up from your nap. I think that there's something there. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 yeah. I think there's something there. But otherwise, I don't think napping technically qualifies as leisure. I However, I do think swinging in a hammock. I do like that. Okay. And just like enjoying the nice day in a mm. hammock, I, th- I think. And if you happen to fall asleep, that's okay. Okay. So, you know, there's a difference here. It's sort of like, should you smoke a cigar while praying? No. Should you pray while smoking a cigar? Sure. Of course. You see the difference? Okay. I hear the difference. Yeah. Uh, playing a board ge- slash card game. Uh, What's your favorite card game? Uh, Gosh. I don't even know. The one I play the most is Saint Cards. Um, it d- depends on it depends on the setting. Um, I really like Spades. Spades is probably like my favorite like card game, like with um, uh, with a group of people because they're strategy. It's like chess for cards. Yeah, yeah. I like. It's like I'm gonna move here, so you know that my like where to move next. I like I like most card games because I have played enough where i understand the mechanics of the 52 card system mm-hmm. and and what that means for play game play in that there are these cards there's a set number and i understand the probabilities the r- and ratios. strategies it, so yeah. it makes me like i feel like i'm pretty good at at applying the rules of the game to win and obviously, the game I like the most is the one I win. Oh, yeah. I don't like to play games that I lose at. It's not very leisure. I know that's not a leisurely act- a- attitude of me, but I'm not perfect yet. So uh, so the last one. Contact Jim for the St. Card discount code. Oh, we, ha- we, do, we do have a Catholic Man Show. Dude, that, was a, a, that was a Jim Spencer appearance Guys, on YouTube. We didn't even have to force that one. Yeah, we didn't even have a Jim Cam. That may be the first... Voluntary, well, maybe not, but it's one of only a couple voluntary gym appearances. That's what he looks like, everybody. Yeah, that's that was it. That was it. You saw it. You're welcome. Uh, so the last one. This is one of Elizabeth. Number twenty-one. This is number twenty-one. This is one of Elizabeth's thing. This. I was going to ask which one. This is one of them. She actually had a lot of them. Um, but did she have any silly ones? No, I'm telling you, dude. She started like like, rattling off. They did pick Inky, and so. Dude, I know. That's why I was so surprised. I didn't have pen and paper when I asked her, and I actually was like, hang on, I need to write some of these down. Like, I'm trying to make a list here, and you're like, I didn't realize, Elizabeth, that you were going to, like, name real stuff. Um, She said sketch. Oh, dude, I love this. I would never do this just because I'm so bad. So I cannot draw. mm. I am good at virtually everything. (laughs) Virtually what does that mean? The, the there there is that almost everything. Okay. The almost part is drawing. It's broad is draw is drawing. I cannot draw. 
I cannot. Your penmanship is terrible. My, like, it's, that's, I cannot do it. I cannot draw. My, I'm, I'm, honestly, my eight-year-old daughter, is she, yes, she just turned eight. She can draw, she can draw better than I. And so can my six-year-old daughter. Nice. Yeah. So I just finished uh, the biography of Leonardo da Vinci. Okay. Recently on Audible. Um, great, a fantastic like listen if you are looking for an Audible credit to, okay. to, to burn. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and it inspired me to to like uh, just try to start sketching. Okay. I'm terrible at, at like drawing as well. Like I like I'm better than you, but that's not saying much. I mean, obviously you're better than me, right? At everything, uh, but I was I was like you know what I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and so like what I would what I would do is I would just put like you know this glass and I'd, I'd set it I'd set it down and then I'd ask Luke and Jude you know and Anna to come over here and I was like okay let's all your boys tr- your boys uh, Jude is a good Drew, Jude is a very good drawer yeah he, he has his mama's talents in that aspect uh-huh. uh, but I would say like is okay, Haley is she good at drawing yeah she's good yeah mm-hmm. she's just a good artist in general yeah um, Pamela is a fairly good artist as well. Yeah. So I would say, like, let's all draw this together. And so we would all just sit down and just draw it. And, uh, so you all, you all drew it. We all That's drew fun. it. Yeah. And so, like, it's a lot of fun because then, like, and I, I, would, I would, here's what you had to do. You got to tell them, though, uh, do not rush. Uh-huh. This, is not, this is not a game of who can do it quickest. Right. With my boys, everything is a competition. So whoever finishes first wins. Right. That's that's typically the game, right? Oh, yeah. So so I mostly I, that is the way it works. Right. And so I said like, no, no, no. Let's take our time. And whoever whoever's drawing is the best wins, not who finishes first. Uh, and it takes them a little bit because the first round they still try to win, like by being first done. Like it's just ingrained in them. And yeah. so like it takes them a couple times because then they're just sitting there for. 20 minutes as you're finishing yours just dominating obviously um look dad's still drawing the base <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's hilarious but uh, it, it is uh it was a lot of fun like it's a lot of fun we've been we've we have been doing this on a regular basis really yes yeah so i could see how that would be like you know i like to sit down and, pl- and play the guitar i because you know i have uh like basic guitar skills you know mm-hmm. i'm not like a guitarist but i can play chords and guitar hero uh, I used to be. Yeah, I used to be good at Guitar Hero, but I cannot draw. But I, if I could, I could see and understand how like that would be. That would be. Um, in fact, someone, um, one of uh, Joni Boyne, one of uh, Pamela's friends, recently did a sketch of uh, my youngest daughter Susanna, and gave it to us. I showed it to you. I mean, it was. Oh ama- yeah, it was her, yes. amazing. Yes, and uh, I mean, I just couldn't believe. Uh, she said, like, she asked, "Can I sketch her?" And she took a picture of her. And it was, I mean, just amazing. It was such a, such, she has such a talent. It was very impressive. And it's like, yeah, if, if I could do that, I think that would be real, really satisfying. Yeah. Even if you throw it away. You right. do it and you throw it away, right? But it's because, a lot of fun. Just because you, you, it's like, you're just creating. And it's, right. uh, no, no, it's, I, it's, it's I a totally, leisure. So. Uh, we did a, a coffee mug one day. And it was it, like uh, me and, and I think Luke were the only ones that were doing it. Uh, and, and like we finished and like we were comparing and looking at them, you yeah. know, and and then like the other family members, like, well, what are you guys doing? And they came in, and they're like, well, I want to do it, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it was just fun because it, it ended up being every every member of the family except for John, he's slacking. Um, but well, you uh, know what, dude? You got to 
I mean, when is he? When is he? You got to start, start disciplining. When is I he going to participate? I know. You know. I mean, every member of the family has a duty to serve the is other he, members. I mean, of he's the at least two months now. I he's mean, three. He's three months. Three months. Yeah, and he's not doing anything. It's incredible. We we don't have to talk about this on the show, but I think that you really need to, as a father. Yeah, step it up. You got to. But it was fun because then, yeah, uh, because Haley, you know, Haley drew it. Uh, I drew it. You know, all, all like we, we all we all drew one, and then it was uh-huh. fun to just like. Put them all together, like you know, to get and just look at them, you know. Yeah. And we, then we threw them away, but it was just sure. fun. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, just, just the doing. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So, anything? That's the end of my list. Anything you wanted to add to, to the list? I, no, I, I think um, ordering your your life to have silence is a big part of this. Like, if we are going to be creators, like. Yeah. So, yeah, tease that out. Why is that important? So we're going to be creator. Like, like a lot of uh, leisure is like creating just for the sake of, uh, of creating, right? Um, whether yeah. that be creating uh, entertainment, creating uh, competition, creating um, enjoyment, musing. Like, uh, musing is, is a very interesting word, right? Uh, in fact, uh, in Leisure, the Basis of Culture, people... Are, uh, quotes Plato the muses talking about the muses right and muses the etymology of it is is uh, yeah uh, like amusing music museum museum like all these different words that like incorporate uh, uh, you know creativity incorporates right. uh, entertainment yeah so if we're going to if we're going to uh, participate in uh, being a creator we should uh ask our the creator to inspire us mm-hmm. the creator being being god obviously but the silence let's i just want to like just wrap i think this is a good spot to end we talked about it a little bit but if if you don't have silence your appetites are loud right they you mm-hmm. you constantly have this hunger for noise for entertainment for distraction okay for reels yeah oh dude Ridiculous! I, I got, I got like shorts. Yeah, I, I got hooked on that uh, I mean, this week. They're, they are at, at this conference. Like you have I to had, like be careful. I mean, yeah, like I, I, I find myself doing it too. It's like, how did I even get here? Yeah. What happened? Uh, I was. So how long I, have I, I been the, doing this? I was at the conference, and you know, so I didn't have any of my family around. I didn't have you know, so I, at night I was just in my hotel room. I was just like, checking. It's like a conspiracy. Or yeah. Something. Checking Facebook. And then all of a sudden, like, I was like, oh, this is a funny video. And I was like, yeah, I watched it. And then like, I looked up and I, I burned 30 minutes. It's three in the morning. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, so, but those, we have to have silence, right? Because that's the only time that we can, um, do a lot of these things, right? If silence trying, creates, if you're trying to sketch, if you're trying to sketch, but all you're thinking about is like, I want to finish so I can go watch those YouTube shorts again, or I want to like mm-hmm. uh, go have you know like f- fill in the blank whatever. Can't wait for this episode appetite. to be over so I can go back to watching. Reels. Right, I mean, so that you can never have leisure if if you're being constantly called to the next and thing, pulled to the next thing. Right, exactly. So because you gotta be, you gotta be able to sit down and say like, I'm just smoking meat, not doing anything just else, looking at this. You're just gonna sit here and look. Would you just look at that smoke? Oh, just, doesn't it look good coming out of that just, smoker? Soaking up some sunshine. Just smoking it. Drinking a beer. You want to stare at it with me? You have to promise not to say anything. <laughs> for a while. <laughs> All right. 
Happy summer. <laughs>